Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Hey, things are not going the right way, the way you want it? Well, the economy is going up and down in different regions, and people are behaving a little bit strange. But the thing is, even without a, an eco economic recession, you will now and then always find that you maybe get in contact with toxic leads, toxic buyers, or even toxic clients who've always bought with you and suddenly change into a kind of unbearable energy hungry people and what i mean by that they make all the time demands they complain they ask for more stuff they uh, want you to do free work endless free work they then put all the blame on you because something apparently doesn't work the way it should then you are the one always to be blamed and the matter of fact, when you go there and check all the things out, and it doesn't matter whether you have an IT company, whether you do vehicle uh, restoration or uh, you make, do any kind of uh, workmanship, I mean, like roofing or window cleaning or any other kind of business, you will notice now and then that something is not right with your buyer. And uh, the unfortunate thing is that even buyers who've been doing business with you for two, five, or even 20 years, they all can become toxic. And unfortunately, sometimes in the organization, someone has been added and has certain kind of, uh, let's say, hidden interests, and they are trying to hurt you because they want, of course, you to be out of the way so they can do whatever they want, whether they want to invoice or sell the client stuff that they don't need, or whether they want to increase the prices, they increase their revenue share, whether they want to influence the superior in a bad way and use you as a stepping stone towards furthering their own career. There are many reasons why some people then go and influence the buyer with toxic ideas and behavior and the thing is of course even with leads leads are the easiest because if you notice a lead is toxic and problematic and annoying you then the simplest thing is just to say sorry but i think this is just not maybe not the right fit for you yeah i recommend you go and find somebody else and if they still don't want to leave in peace just simply don't respond, yeah? Just cut them out. Unfortunately, some people just don't get the message. Now, 
when it's of course a buyer and you've already sold to them and you have delivered to them and they're causing problems, then it's really painful for you. And that's a phase where you have to get through. The best thing at first is of course, try to fix the problem, fix the relationship, finding out what's the real cause, what's the problem, what's causing it, how, how things are getting broken all the time. Maybe uh, people have uh, misunderstood something or something isn't being done as it used to be and suddenly people are breaking the stuff or uh, there's someone who is uh, not using the equipment properly or someone, let's say with the software, let's say someone is using the wrong browser and it's causing problems in your software and that's of course a problem. And Or if somebody hasn't been trained properly or they're getting some um, temporary workers and they're not being trained, they're giving some outdated manuals and they are doing it the wrong way, then of course, when you put in junk, junk gets stored and junk produces more junk in the system. So it's not actually your fault, but you have to try to fix it so that the client actually realizes, hey, it's not your fault, but it's their fault, but you actually were productive and helped them find the cause, fix it and um, not go around pointing fingers, but actually first trying to ask questions and find out what's happening. And a similar thing you will see in quality management systems or information security management systems. When you audit these kind of organizations, you will have as well similar tasks to do because you are asking questions and trying to find out if people are doing it the way they should be doing it. Because when a company sets up a management system, and I don't mean a software, I mean a, a set of rules, of regulations, of controls and procedures that tell the employee how to do a certain task. As an example, let's say you have a procedure that explains, quality management for instance, explains how to package the goods. So they should of course first put some foam in the bottom of the parcel and then put the goods in and maybe cover uh, then some more foam around the item that you're shipping. If, of course, they put the item in first and then the foam on top, well, the item will break, of course. Just as soon as it leaves the truck, even at the first destination, the item is broken and that costs you money. But that's the idea of setting uh, all these procedures because you and I might say, wait a minute, of course you put in first the foam and then the item and then you wrap the foam around it. Who does it differently? You would be astonished. Even large wholesale companies, they have staff who do it completely the wrong way and damage items and, and they have to return it again and again. And then you think, wait a minute, why is this organization so big? And they make over and over this stupid mistake. It's, isn't it logical sense? Exactly, it is logical sense, but some just don't care, maybe. Or they've, I don't know why, why people do it the wrong way. But it means, at the end of the day, that when you want to do it the right way, you want to have a sustainable business, and you have to do everything properly, you have to go and do it in a proper way. Because the thing is, even let's say that person has packaged the item in the wrong way, and shipped it to your buyer. The buyer puts it in his organization and it breaks down and the buyer just gets angry. So you ship them, of course, a replacement. The thing breaks again and breaks again. Well, your product 
isn't faulty. Your buyer is actually not toxic, but just getting angry. And you haven't asked the questions. You haven't asked the questions, what is actually happening in my workflow? And sometimes it's not the buyer who's actually toxic. It's your staff, your workflow that is toxic because you are breaking your items before it even leaves your organization. So you have to fix that problem. And that's the key thing about asking questions in order to deal with this toxic situation. And eventually, maybe you actually find the cause, you fix it, and then you go and fix it with your buyer. So the buyer notices, okay, things are properly now. And if necessary, you take the item with you and transport it in your own car, with your own time, with your own energy, and go to buyer and say, sorry, we found out now the cause, fixed it, and here you get an extra one. And that, I hope, should be working now. And try it out. doesn't cost you anything. And then the buyer will be happy and you will have fixed the situation. If you cannot fix the situation with that buyer, then you have to terminate. There is no other way. Because it's otherwise just for you an internal pain. It's going to cost you hundreds of work hours, so much salary expenses. And when you consider the profit that you made with that buyer, it'll be gone within two months. You've already made a minus. So keep clear of all these toxic situations. Try to fix what you can fix. If it cannot be repaired, cannot be fixed, just put an end to it because that's the best way. Otherwise, you will become toxic, your organization will become toxic, and then you go under. Yeah, in the end, your business fails. So look at that, try to deal with these bias, try to deal with broken systems in an organization and fix them. And if you notice that there's something broken, then go and write, even if it's just writing a simple sheet of paper, do it properly in the computer, Write it down to explain how the stuff is supposed to be shipped, how it's supposed to be packed. And if necessary, make photos and pictures and add them so that people can see, okay, that's what he means by putting the air bubble wrap or whatever in the case. Or if you've got cardboard protection lining stuff or whatever. So they exactly know what you mean. And then you get that item, that issue fixed and it won't happen again and you're safe. And that would actually, as you go and add all these things inside your organization, because you'll always find broken stuff in your organization, you can fix them and gradually create your own management system. Because then everybody knows how to deal with computer virus, how to deal with, uh, with sending out stuff, how to do the shipping label, how to do all the different little items. Because the thing is, when you started your business, I'm sure you did many of these things yourself, so you know how to do them. But you cannot expect everybody else to use their brain in the way that you are using your brain because you are the entrepreneur, you are the business owner. You have a totally different kind of mindset, different kind of attitude that is so different that even if you've got somebody who's got the best work attitude, they just cannot replicate it because they are not entrepreneurs. They are not business owners. They haven't got the, the intrinsic, the DNA of being a business owner. And that's why you have to deal with the stuff in a way that you create reliable, sustainable systems in your organization. And that increases your profit margin. 
increases your sustainability of your business, cuts costs, makes people happier, makes you happier, even your family is happier because you're not wasting valuable family time on some kind of rubbish that somebody caused by just being lazy or inattentive or just simply not using their brain because plenty of people are just being a little bit lazy now and then. And they don't care because it's not their company, it's not their money, it's not their items. And some people even pollute the environment because they don't care. But if you are caring about these things and because you care about your business and why you're doing it, then deal with it in the right way. Have great success with that. Wait, listen. Was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.